Hello and welcome back to the Grace-Fueled Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas. I am so excited to be here with you on this first episode of the new year, 2024. I have such high hopes for this year. There's going to be just so many great and beautiful things that are going to happen. And we are kicking the new year off real strong with a super tactical episode and why. If you've been around with me for a while, you know that I'm not the biggest fan of marriage counseling, which is so weird. Like I'm going to be a marriage counselor who's not a big fan of marriage counseling. How is that? And part of it is because I feel like there are things that I hear my clients say as a wife coach. So as I speak to wives specifically, there's things that I hear them say that they would never say in front of their husbands because they don't want to hurt their feelings. They don't want to be disrespectful. They don't want to injure the marriage really any more than it already has. So what I think ends up happening is we go into marriage counseling and we're both, meaning husband and wife, going in there feeling somewhat guarded and careful with our words and not really allowing ourselves to be truly authentic to how we're feeling. And so because of that, I am a proponent of doing some work on your own to articulate these feelings that you have, or maybe change some of your mindsets around that and do a little bit of work on that before you go into marriage counseling. Because at some point, yeah, at some point, your husband is going to have to do some work as well. And so, um, That's kind of my own personal philosophy. But even with that, where do you go for marriage counseling? What type of counseling are you looking for? What do they do? What does it look like? You know, are we sitting here laid up on a couch and the, um, you know, psychologist is asking about your childhood? Like, that's not actually what happens in a marriage counseling session. So this particular episode, I'm going to break down for you three different types of marriage counseling. Uh, why they are my favorite, why they are what I would choose to work with for my own clients. And if you stick around to the very end, I'll give you some resources to find a marriage therapist for yourself. Let's jump right in. This is going to be a very, very tactical episode, and I'm really excited to get into this with you. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty, struggling to connect with your husband maybe you're telling yourself you're just sticking it out for the kids and what really keeps you in the marriage is god if this is you i've been there my story is your story i want to help you reconnect in marriage and feel cherished again Hey, I'm Beatrice, a Jesus-loving wife and mom. I've been married for 15 years, but for the past 10, I've actually had the affectionate and connected marriage I've always dreamed of. What happened the first five years? Well, I was busy telling my husband all the things he was doing wrong, like how he needed Jesus and he needed to make me happy. We tried marriage counseling, small groups, all the things we were told that would make our marriage better nothing worked and we separated how did i turn it around well that's what you'll learn in this podcast proven skills to communicate better create more intimacy and be a grace-fueled wife 
So if you're ready to finally communicate effectively with your husband so you can stop fighting and be on the same team again, this podcast is for you. Now grab that journal and let's jump right in. All right, so I've already given you my reasoning behind why I'm not the biggest fan of marriage counseling, at least right off the bat, because I think so many times as couples, essentially what happens is as married couples, you know, we start to get into a little bit of trouble in the marriage. And then the first thing that we do is we say, oh, well, maybe we should go to marriage counseling. And then what happens is if your husband is even willing to go, a lot of times he's not. But if he's even willing to go, you guys go And then so many times I hear, oh, we went to marriage counseling and it didn't work. Or we went to marriage counseling and he refused to go back after one visit. And just so many things that happen that really can impede the progress or the healing in the marriage and actually make it worse. I I know for myself, my husband and I, it made it worse for us. It was like it made it a little bit better, but then not. And then, you know, by the time we were separated, in his mind, he was like, well, whatever. We tried marriage counseling and it didn't work. And this is that we went for several sessions and didn't really see a huge difference. It was like a few things, but I felt like she wasn't really getting to the heart of the matter. And so because of that, I I just try to like slow it down. You know, when people are like, oh, I really think we should go to marriage counseling. And I think, again, Uh, That's what we say as wives, because we don't know what other options there are. So that is why I say, you know, I'm all about going to marriage counseling. There is a, a point where you both really do need to go. But in the meantime, there's so much work that you can do just on your own. Because what I found is wives will come to me and they will say things that they will never say in front of their husband. And I don't know if you've heard my episode with Laura Doyle, who's a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, she hates marriage counseling in general. And she says that, uh, you know, there's no real respectful way to complain about your husband in front of somebody else, which kind of makes sense in that regard, right? There's there's no real respectful way that you can complain about him. Also, the marriage counselor is not necessarily going to be on your side. Any marriage counselor is really going to be very neutral and and bipartisan. And so it makes it a little bit difficult, not just for you, but for him. And just to be clear, a marriage coach, or at least myself, I don't know about the other marriage coaches out there, but at least for myself, I will also not take sides and be very bipartisan for the reason that when a wife comes to me, she is looking for somebody who's not going to just yes her to death and just going to basically give her what her bestie can give her. She is coming to me because she wants to understand better. She wants to know and she wants to know that I'm not going to judge her husband or say he's a bad guy or whatever. So a good marriage coach as well is also not going to take sides. But that's also something that if you're going into marriage counseling without having any sort of previous relationship with this person, and you're both coming in and you're just feeling like you want to feel heard and you're both there together from the beginning, you're going to have a hard time in some instances feeling heard because he's going to be there. 
right? There's probably things that he has going on in his mind or things that he wants to say that he's holding back because he doesn't want to say it in front of you or he doesn't want to hurt your feelings or he's really trying to tiptoe around the idea. Or if he does say the thing, if the marriage counselor does get you guys to open up, then, you know, you end up saying some hurtful things in marriage counseling and oftentimes will lead to a fight when you get home. So those are some of my issues with marriage counseling and why I think really it's helpful, at least to some degree, to go for a few sessions on your own first so that you can start to kind of get out what is it that's bothering you, really start to kind of get to the root of the matter and then have your husband come in. So for me, for example, I'll work with wives specifically for a few sessions and then somewhere around session five or six, I'm like, if you want, and it's very uh, few and far between that I've done this, I have at that point offered uh, for them to bring their spouse into the session uh, so that we can do coaching together. Because at some point I can see, okay, now we need to get your spouse involved. But in the beginning, we can work to change those mindsets. All that to say, what about those of you who really do want to go to marriage counseling, have decided or felt like you really do need the marriage counseling, or perhaps are looking for something that might be covered by insurance, right? Because coaching is not covered by insurance. Coaching is going to be something different. And coaching, we're not like digging into your deep past family of origins type things. Those are the things that are worked out in therapy. In coaching, it's really more solution-based and it's just a, a little bit of a different process. So where do you start if you are one of those people who are really looking for marriage counseling? There is three types of counseling that I like that I would say are going to be, in my opinion, really important to take a look at. So number one, there is what's called discernment counseling. And I've talked about this on an episode before. But discernment counseling is for those of you who at least one person in the couple is kind of ambivalent about going like or ambivalent even about saving the marriage. Like don't really care, maybe doesn't really want to go. So for a lot of you, this is going to apply, right? Where maybe your husband's just not into it, doesn't want to go, is not willing to participate discernment counseling is a very specific type of counseling. And those counselors have a very specific type of training. Uh, and so for discernment counseling, you are one of the things that they're going to do, and this is really short term, but one of the things that they're going to do is from the first few sessions, they are going to make sure that you guys are both bought in. So this is like from session one, if you don't leave that session feeling like we're both bought in and we're going to make a commitment to change, you don't continue the counseling. So I think that's helpful in that, you know, you're not spending all this money and then all of a sudden to find out this failed, right? Or he wasn't even really willing to participate. So I feel like discernment counseling might be a good tool for you. So that's number one. Number two, and I would say number two, this is probably going to be one of the easiest to find out of all of them, number two, and that is going to be EFT. So EFT is Emotionally Focused Therapy, 
And EFT, the whole thought process behind it, the whole idea behind EFT is that a clinician who specializes in EFT is really looking to heal attachment wounds. What does that mean? What is attachment wound? I should do a whole episode on attachment theory. But basically, I'll give you an example. Most marriages kind of fall within these few scopes. Either you guys are doing this little dance where one person is the pursuer and the other person is constantly withdrawing. Maybe, um, you know, one person is always looking for attention and the other person is backing away. One person wants to solve the fight or solve the problem. The other person is going away. This is so common. This little dance really of the, the pursuer and the distancer. Usually the pursuer is the wife and distancer is the husband. And then the husband like will go and, you know, he shuts down. He doesn't want to talk, things like that. And so he does these things. Maybe he goes out and like plays golf all day or I don't know, whatever, right? You know, whatever it is your husband does, leaves the house, comes back because he's trying to avoid the conflict or the confrontation. That's one. Another one might be a criticize and defend. So maybe one spouse becomes really critical and then the other spouse, you know, rightfully so, is just trying to defend themselves because they feel like they're being attacked. So that's the criticize, defend. And then another is really like attack, attack. Like you guys are just both attacking each other and uh, just trying to see who's wrong. So all of these things, I'm sure one of them may sound familiar if you are in a marriage that is feeling disconnected. So all of these patterns are patterns that an EFT therapist will help you recognize. And then what they do is they help you guys to understand the pattern that you're in and understand that the problem really is the pattern. The problem really isn't each other because what's happening is one person is looking for connection and is not getting it. So it may sound silly. Well, if that person is criticizing me, how are they looking for connection? But that those are the things that you're working with a therapist on to understand how is it that your spouse is really just looking for connection. And then once you start to see, oh, it's not that my spouse doesn't want to talk to me. So if we go back to the example of the pursuer and the distancer, now your husband's shutting down and he's leaving the room and he doesn't want to talk. Well, for the pursuer, how does that make you feel? Well, it makes you feel like unwanted. It makes you feel like he doesn't want to be around you, like he doesn't care because he's leaving, he's withdrawing from the situation. And so as you go through these sessions with the therapist, the therapist will help you guys understand his leaving is a way of him trying to find safety and not necessarily because he doesn't care. So they get to really the bottom line of all of those things. And it can be a really beautiful process. My third favorite type of marriage counseling is going to be a Gottman therapist. So as you're looking for therapists, you might look for one who is trained in Gottman. John Gottman is a researcher and he wrote the book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. And his whole thing is he found in his research, he actually created a lab and did all this research and found that the number one predictor for divorce was not necessarily how much or how little a couple fights, but how they fight and how well they make up, like how well the couples respond to each other when one's like, oh, you know what, maybe we should take a pause or 
I'm sorry for that. Let's start again, that sort of thing. So a Gottman therapist is going to be specifically trained in that as well. I think personally, Gottman and EFT are both really good models together. So if you can find a therapist that does both, I think you would have hit the jackpot. For me personally, that's something that I would be looking to do for my clients, maybe starting with EFT and then working on Gottman, kind of doing a little bit of both. I think it they can be both very helpful and complimentary. Uh, Gottman is another therapist who um, actually does not like marriage therapy and makes all these points about how uh, in his book, he actually talks about how over 50% of marriages that go to marriage therapy end in divorce. So his quote was like, so it seems like marriage therapy is more of a predictor than divorce for people who don't go to marriage therapy. And I think maybe even why that might be is a lot of times people go to marriage therapy just to check a box. So if you're just going to check a box, then you were never really invested in it, in the work that needs to be done to begin with, which is, again, why I suggested discernment counseling and why I'm suggesting EFT and Gottman. EFT is another form of therapy that has also been very, very, very highly researched. And it's backed by all this research and, and pretty much proven. I would say the, some of the research has showed that about 75% of the people that go to EFT talk about having seen a marked improvement in their marriages well after therapy without as much of a relapse. All of those things are really important. So I would say those are my three types of therapy that I would recommend for anyone who's decided that marriage therapy is the way that they want to go. Here is my caveat for any one of these types of therapies. You are going to want to make sure you have two things. One, find an MFT that is a marriage and family therapist. I've said this on the podcast so many times before. Not all therapists are specifically trained for marriage and couples. Marriage and family therapists are specifically trained for marriage and couples. That might mean that another type of counselor or a mental health counselor or a licensed social worker, somebody else that you might be able to see for some sort of counseling, maybe they've taken a class or whatever on therapy for couples, but a marriage and family therapist is specifically trained not just in marriage and relationships, but also in the entire systems of the whole family. Another really important thing that they have been trained on is they have been trained specifically in trauma and abuse. And so sometimes um, I was speaking to a friend of mine who is a social worker, and she was talking about how as a social worker, she had never been given specific training on domestic violence or how to create a safety plan or anything like that. And so crazy to think that as a social worker, she had never gotten that training, whereas a marriage and family therapist is going to have specific training in dealing with trauma and abuse. So again, my point is you want to make sure that you're looking for somebody specifically trained for what you need. So that's going to be one important caveat. Make sure you find a marriage and family therapist the other thing is, and this is the most important thing, no matter what, is going to be the connection that you have with the therapist. And this is why. 
when my husband and I went to therapy for so long after I was like, that therapy was terrible, blah, blah, blah. I had no idea even what type of therapist it was. I just like found something on our insurance and then we went. Well, now that I am educated enough to know what I'm looking for, I went back and I looked her up. And that particular therapist is a licensed marriage and family therapist who also practices EFT. So today, if I were looking for somebody, she might be somebody who would have the type of training and background that I'm looking for. But right in the beginning, I felt like something was off. Like we just, we didn't have a good connection. I felt like she dismissed me. Uh, I felt like she dismissed a lot of the things that I wanted to talk about. And I just, I didn't, we didn't click. And so that is the most important thing I would say that you need to find in a therapist. You have to feel comfortable with that therapist. You have to feel validated by that therapist, which is crazy because especially for EFT, an EFT therapist is supposed to give you all the validation that you're looking for. And this person did not. And that's not the only time I've heard that. I've had my own clients tell me that they've sat with therapists and uh, that we, me and them, end up having a better connection than they had with their therapist, thus meaning that they end up finding better results. And so what is the biggest thing? And this is something that they teach us in training. 75% of the results that you're going to get is going to be based on that relationship that you have with your therapist or your coach or whoever. If you don't have a relationship, if you're just not feeling their vibe, if they are dismissing you in any way, then those are all going to be red flags. And I would say that there's plenty of qualified people out there. Just move on. You can go ahead and say, I'm sorry, this is not really a good fit. I don't think this is going to work. I mean, I give it a few sessions, certainly, and let them know. But it's it's not your fault, right? You're you're the client. It's their job to work with you in establishing a trust and a relationship and an understanding and helping you to feel comfortable in the process. I hope this was able to give you a bird's eye view and understanding of what marriage therapy should look like for you, if that's something that you decide to do. And then even if you do do it, like what are some of the things that you want to look out for? If you decide that maybe you don't want to do marriage therapy just yet, and you are looking for somebody one-on-one, then I'm going to go ahead and encourage you to check out gracefieldswifecall.gr8.com. So usually by this point in the show, I will tell you about the Gracefield marriage method. But today I just wanted to talk to you about what does it look like to schedule a free call? Because for any of you maybe who have checked out the Gracefield marriage method and aren't quite sure that's for you or you've listened to several of my podcasts and you're like, man, I'm feeling her vibe. Like I, I feel like we could really work together, but I don't know if her course is for me. I invite you to check out gracefueledwifecall.gr8.com and you will get 
30 minutes with me on the phone. You'll be able to explain to me your personal situation, everything that's going on, and I will let you know right then and there on the call if uh, your situation is something that I think I'm equipped to handle. If it's something that I think I can really bring you a transformation or a win. Because let's face it, I'm not here to just take people's money. I'm not interested in sleazy sales tactics and people going out and just buying my course and then never logging in and never using it and kind of wasting the money and never getting any transformation. And so because of that, I offer the free call so that we can just chat and I can let you know if I really do think you would find that helpful and why and in what ways and what things can you start to implement before we even get off the free call that you can start to make changes in your life today. Check it out, gracefieldswifecall.gra.com. The link is in the show notes. And you and I can talk for free for about 30 minutes to discern whether or not we're going to be a good fit. Lastly, before we go, I wanted to make sure I leave you with some resources for where you could start to find a great marriage therapist. Now, in the past, I've used Psychology Today. That's psychologytoday.com. And using that website, you'll be able to go on. There's a directory for therapists. You can filter by location and you can check out the profiles of any local therapist near you. Now, keep in mind with Psychology Today, it is not going to be all marriage and family therapists. There will be all types of therapists. So based on the information we found today, you'll see finding a licensed marriage and family therapist may take a little bit more effort. So make sure that you're patient with the process. Another resource you can use is regain.us. And there you answer a few questions about yourself and it will match you to a couples therapist in your state. I have not used them before. They are a subsidiary of BetterHelp. I just saw that it was another way to find a therapist online. Lastly, I just wanted to remind you guys that if you are truly searching for a therapist and cannot find a licensed marriage and family therapist, I would say to you, don't give up. Even if you find a mental health counselor who does say that they specialize in relationship or relationship issues and you can't find anybody else, that may be helpful as well. Sometimes when we are such need of therapy, maybe one of you guys is going through depression or anything like that. Maybe there's some sort of addiction. At that point, any type of therapy is helpful because, for instance, let's say your husband's depression improves, all of a sudden he might be in a better place to work on the marriage or vice versa. If your depression improves, you might be in a better place to work on the marriage. So I would say don't give up on the process. This was just an overview of what I wanted you guys to understand and expect of what happens when we walk into the therapist's office because so often we do that thinking this person's going to help us solve all of our problems. And that's just not always the case. I hope all of this information was helpful to you guys. I love you guys. And until next week. 
Hey love, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you found any value in it, any teaching, any transformation, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Click the link, go ahead and share it with a friend, text it to somebody, share it on Instagram, tag me at the Grace Fields Wife, any of those things, or maybe even write a review. All those things are really the best way that you can thank me and it helps the show to get found by other amazing women just like you. I love you and I'll see you on Tuesday for another episode of The Grace Fields Wife.